out to get a job, not gonna rob a bank, not gonna win the lottery. Welcome back to Shots Fired. My name is Jacob Shots. It's Tuesday, January 24th, and I still don't have a real job. Your tweetered feat for today comes from at Scalzi on Twitter. Nothing makes me feel older right now than noticing my crazy eyebrow hairs quietly growing in number. Don't have a whole lot to say about that one. I just kind of felt it. This week, this entire month has really just made me feel old in a lot of different ways. But prepping for this episode has been an absolute joy. Got a lot of really good music for you today. First off, I'll hit you with one of my first listens of 2017. I made time for another album, and that album was Demons and Wizards by Uriah Heep. Uriah Heep is something of a prog rock band, light on the prog, heavy on the rock. It's in the same pedigree as Kansas and Meatloaf in a way, in that it's operatically styled classic rock. Demons and Wizards is their, I think, either second or third album. And as I understand it, this is where their style really started to come together. And admittedly, I don't have a whole lot of background for it, but I liked this album a whole, whole lot. There's not a whole lot that it takes for me to get to love a classic rock or operatic rock album. But having songs about wizards and or demons definitely helps. And there's a track on this that's just entitled The Wizard and a track on this that is entitled Rainbow Demon, so I was kind of sold on my way in. All of these songs are really big, really flowing, and have their highs and lows and their build-ups and breakdowns between them. And as I listened to it, it felt familiar, even though I had only heard one of the songs off of this album before. This is a style that felt at home for me. When I look for good prog rock, good operatic rock, it has to take me somewhere else for the duration of the album. Usually that place is somewhere along the lines of, I don't know, Middle Earth. Led Zepp has kind of set a precedent for me that way. And this place definitely did that. It had a sense of magic imbued into the music, which was so heartening to hear. It was uplifting. It gave me a space to go and play around in for an hour while I listened to it. And it's not quite an hour, it's more like 38 minutes, give or take. So it is a breezy listen. Of the two albums that I'm going to mention today, this is the much, much more straightforward one. And it is the most pleasant kind of rocking out that I can think of that I've heard in the past five years at least. Uriah Heep, Demons and Wizards. Go check it out. It's on Spotify. It's probably wherever fine music retailers have it. Next up, I've got your magic card art for today. Your magic card art for today is Presence of the Master by Phil Foglio. I specifically want you to go find the Phil Foglio version of this art. Phil Foglio has a bit of a reputation among older magic artists because his style is a lot more cartoony. And this isn't necessarily a bad thing. Phil Foglio's got a very particular style and it's well done, but where a lot of people either really love or really don't love his style is that it kind of takes them out of a world of magic and into a world of comedy. And depending on the art, I love or not so love Phil Foglio's work. But for Presence of the Master, it wraps back around from being absurd to being so, so funny that it works. Presence of the Master depicts a really cool little geometric design split up into four quadrants with a circle that's taking up the big center of the frame. And then within the circle are a bunch of smaller circles being the planets. And these actually look like the planets of our solar system. The four quadrants depict, I assume, roughly associated with seasons. There's a sun in the top left, a moon in the top right, a forest in the bottom left, 
and an ocean in the bottom right. And so you can make of that what you will. Um, the most important part of this image, however, is the master himself being depicted in the center of the big circle in the middle. Um, and the master is Albert Einstein. I mean, it's just Albert Einstein. The hair, the mustache, the eyebrows, the face. It's got a purple cloak, but it's... This is a portrait of Albert Einstein on a magic card. And that's so good. <laughs> I love it. Because it's so shameless. It's so completely unapologetic. It's just Albert Einstein. And the best part is, it still kind of works, because Albert Einstein, as a regular human who lived among us, looked like a freaking wizard wherever he went. So, yeah, to an uninformed observer, to someone who doesn't know any better, this is a the master, the wizard. But to anybody who's ever seen Albert Einstein, this is amazing. Oh, I love this art so much. The colors are flat, and that's fine, because it really makes all of the shapes that are being used in this pop. The design isn't lazy. It's not a poorly rendered caricature. It actually looks really cool, and Einstein himself looks pretty intense on this one. But... It's just Albert Einstein. I love it, I'm not gonna apologize for it, and I'm not gonna make Phil Foglio apologize for it, because his version of Presence of the Master is your magic card art for today. And we're just gonna have to deal with it. All right, next up, I guess this counts as another first listen of 2017, but it is also part of a bigger, much bigger, what's good online. If you paid any attention to Twitter in the past, oh, 12 hours, you know exactly what I'm gonna be talking about. It's Mouth Moods by Neil Ciceriga. Neil Ciceriga is primarily known as an internet funnyman because that's kind of what he has done for his entire life. Way back in the day, he made the ultimate showdown of Ultimate Destiny, which was one of the biggest Flash animations of all time. And that song was actually a part of his own one-man outfit, Lemon Demon, where he's released a couple of albums under that title. And those have been all original work. But in the past couple years, he's put out a series of albums collectively called The Mouth Albums. It started with an album called Mouth Sounds, which is a mashup album that has, kind of as its centerpiece, the song All Star by Smash Mouth. From there, a sequel was released a few months later, I think. It was relatively close together, called Mouth Silence, which was another mashup album that did not include All Star. That was the gimmick for it. And now, just yesterday, he dropped Mouth Moods. And this trilogy of mashup albums has some of the most incisive, carefully constructed well-orchestrated music mashups that I have ever heard. For starters, the samples are all very diverse. A lot of them are coming from a specific subset of 90s nostalgia pop songs and pop rock songs. But there are some deep, deep pulls. Mouth Silence makes the best use of non-traditional samples, commercials, news broadcasts, all sorts of stuff like that. Mouth Sounds is more about a very small subset of 90s music, and then warping that in on itself. Mouth Moods kind of strikes a balance between the two. It's a lot of different songs, and the reaching for different songs is a lot deeper. There, there are more songs being used as samples than anything else. But every once in a while, a sample from something else will be so carefully placed in that you're just knocked off of your chair when you, you hear it. The remarkable thing about these albums is that they could be just goofs. They could be just jokes, for lack of a better term, because they're not making fun of anything directly. It's just creating humor from the juxtaposition of elements that you're not expecting. And they could be a one-and-done thing where you listen to it once, say, Haha, 
very clever and then walk away. But they're not. They're also some of the best music that I've ever heard in my life. Neil Cesariga takes these samples and uses them as instruments. And he plays these hundreds of instruments at the same time to create some of the most crafted, carefully honed soundscapes that have ever been made. It takes three or four times listening to these albums to really get everything out of each sample and to find all of the little bits and pieces that connect together. And finally, one of the things that I love most about it, more than anything else, is that it's not just separate mashups either. Sure, there are some songs on here that feel more like the singles, and every once in a while you'll come across something that has been released on Neil's SoundCloud earlier. But more than anything else, there's a deep sense of connective tissue between the songs to make this an entire work. There's a reason that if you go to neilsis.com slash mouthmoods, you'll get the entire album as one single music file. It's built to be that way. I've heard some of these tracks before, but there are so many threads putting all of these tracks together and leading one into the next that the album is the goal. The album is what this piece is. It's not just a grouping of tracks. And if you've listened to Album Club 500, you'll know that I value that highly in any of the music that I get my hands on. So more than anything, if you like music at all, if you like specific subsets of music, like electronica, or examining pop music being folded in on itself, like some sort of Ouroboros, or if you have lived any part of your life in the 90s, I have to recommend Mouth Sounds, Mouth Silence, and Mouth Moods. You can find all of these by going to www.neilcis.com, N-E-I-L-C-I-C.com. And lastly, I do have your Twitter good follow for today. Your Twitter good follow is at Mr. Warbird on Twitter. And despite the voice that I just used, is not Patrick Warburton. If you follow Patrick Warburton, you'll mostly get, like, moderately conservative thought points and references to his TV shows. But I recommend to you Mr. Warburton, who is the creative force behind Cartoon Network's codename Kids Next Door, and he's also co-executive producer on Disney XD's The 7D, which I haven't taken part in, but I loved Codename Kids Next Door. If you follow Mr. Warburton on Twitter, you will occasionally get references to some of the fan stuff that people do for Codename KND. But the biggest thing that you'll get out of following him is the fact that he makes lunch for his kids every single day, and he draws art over both lunch bags. It's a double-wide lunch bag art, specially made every single day for his kids. And they're all super cool, honestly. Like, I may out myself as a nerd for saying this, but I really love these things. There were a couple of days in a row where he did classic albums, and today he posted one in support of his friend Gendy Tartakovsky because of the announcement that Samurai Jack is coming back on Adult Swim. So he's got a double-wide tableau of Samurai Jack on one lunch bag and Aku, the villain from Samurai Jack, on the other lunch bag. And they're all kind of in his style, but sometimes he picks up the style of whatever he's imitating, or whatever he's parodying, almost. And it's just done with such a sense of love and family and joy, and the art is fantastic, and it's just great to see. You get a cute little thing every day on your Twitter. What more can you ask for? So go follow at Mr. Warburton on Twitter. And folks, that's just about going to do it for us today. If you like the show and want to hear more of it, you can find more on opalnebula.com. New episodes drop Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. If you want to keep an eye on what I'm doing, you can find me on Twitter as at Frogger, spelled P-H-R-A-W-G-E-R. 
And I would ask you to support the website and the show if you go to patreon.com slash opalnebula. Five bucks a month subscription gets you my eternal gratitude and will also allow you the opportunity to give me 140 characters of whatever you want within a little bit of discretion to get me to say it on air on my show. Shots Fired's theme song is Aged, written by Rand Belavia and Adam English, and performed by Ukla the Mock. It's off of their album, Less Than Art, which I first listened to in 2016. It is a great, great album, and you can find their stuff at ukladhemock.com. Go check it out. They make great, great stuff. Once again, thank you all for listening, and I will see you on Thursday. Thank you, buddy.